Welcome back to another episode of the Eight Black Hands. I am here with my amazing brothers and castmates Sharif El Mekki and Citizen Stewart. I'm very happy to, to have you all. We will not be having Ray tonight. He's busy. Uh, if he is able to join later, we we welcome him. But uh, fellas, we are continuing from last week's show, which is pretty funny because. Chris put together this really good show and it was supposed to be this free flowing show. And like, but we was like, yo, Chris always talks about the awfulization of black people and that we do this a lot. And he wanted to do a show centered around joy. And I'll let Chris uh, in his check in, you know, describe what he meant by the awfulization. But it just took us. We was a locomotive last week. It took us 40 minutes to get into it. But once we got in there, we didn't want to stop. So we just want to continue that. So. Why don't y'all just check in real quick? Just how you doing? Um, and and Chris, in yours, if you could just speak briefly to the awfulization and why you wanted to do last week's show that way, I think uh, that'll 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 give some context. Man, it's been a week. I like almost have forgotten what we were talking oh. about. But uh, you know, uh, first of all, the check in is uh, we all got to see each other in Indy uh, a couple of days ago, and we got to connect with some people that we uh, that we work with. Um, across different lines, like state lines and and uh, different organizations, and it was great. It is always great and a, a blessing to know that the work that we do allows us to get on planes and go places and be together in different cities, and uh, and meet people that we don't know, and they become friends or family, or to meet with people that we only see when we're on the road. So that was great. As my check in for this week, uh, we do need more joy. We need more black joy. We need to be thinking beyond like we 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 talk about our problems and our deficits and our problems and our gaps and our whatever disproportionality or disproportionate this that and the other and blah 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 and we are blessed in so many ways that we need to take a breath sometimes and chill the hell out especially with the whole world is on state of high alert right now we don't have to join that so anyways yes we had that show last week and we we were going to start having somewhat of a conversation like that, like we often do 50 minutes into the conversation we have on a roll. We started talking about like, like stuff that made, that was like, now see if the whole show had been about this, I would have had a much better time. Well then damn it, let's make the whole show about this. And what the, this was, was about black famous people who are black famous. I, I mentioned, I don't know who it was uh, Frankie Beverly Mays or whatnot, right. you know, is a person who's black famous. And we said right after that show, you know what? We should do a whole show on that. That would be a good conversation. So here we are. Week later. Yeah, welcome, brothers. Good to see y'all again. Man, absolutely. Uh Reef, uh, go ahead, B. You was picking it up. Yeah, no, I was just saying it was it was great to see y'all in in person this weekend in in Naptown. I'm still cracking up that uh Chris was talking about happy to be nappy was why they were called Naptown. I thought that was hilarious. I don't Uh, know why they called Naptown. Naptown, Indianapolis. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, uh, it's it's just short for Indy, you know. Like some say Indy, some say Naptown. And then, uh, oh, and then Educator Barnes also added that because it's Midwest and sometimes it's not a lot to do and people are just like it's kind of a sleepy town sometimes and people take naps. So, but I had always just taken it from Indianapolis. Uh, but I was cracking up. You would know this tirade about happy to be nappy and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, but yo, shout out to uh, Educator Barnes. If y'all not following her, she's my favorite American librarian. Um <laughs> and now she's doing she's doing you know even bigger things you know touching you know stirring many many pots uh but her sons were at the show her sixth graders who 
then wrote about their experience, uh, you know, and people should check it out uh, and, and read what they had to say. She also wrote a piece. So it's like from the Barnes family. Um, and it was great. Check it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The Noble yeah, Barnes. Not Barnes her, her and Noble, the great. Noble Barnes. Check and them out. I should say she brought her two twin sons with her. And because she is a librarian, it was just a beautiful thing to see because I follow them on social media. I get to see all the books they're reading. They're kind of like you, Sharif. Like you garden, they garden. Mm -hmm. You do this natural stuff. Their, back their to garden stuff. is way better than it's mine, a, though. They're, I they're mean, good. they're intense. They yeah, like they're, about they're their garden. business, right? Yeah, they're, they're for you real. Y'all like mating bees, getting having bee marriages and stuff. You know, <laughs> I, I can't keep up with y'all, but these two. Listen, young animal husbandry. Don't sleep on animal husbandry, man. That's I'll sleep on thing. it. Yeah, I'll sleep on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'll definitely you know what's funny? <laughs> you know what's funny about the gardening thing? I heard this twice. I heard this on a podcast, and I heard this when I was just recently um abroad and they were like you know like let me tell you how arrogant americans are right they was like some of y'all just have gardens with flowers that you can't eat like some of y'all just have space where you plant stuff where you just don't plant food like that's how spoiled like americans are then i heard somebody that was an immigrant talking about this on a podcast but it was funny when you were saying that because y'all both grow food and grow stuff and my neighbor grows food and things to eat i never but that's an interesting perspective if you ain't never went nowhere right like you know we what? don't really think about Let that add one thing you know add, add something as a old black man who's too old for tiktok but always learns something from tiktok so so you'll hear me say all the time i I'm learned this on tiktok your, i'm waiting yeah, yeah. for your skits bro i'm waiting yeah, for your skits bro, i gotta get into it because listen i like you know i i'm kind of becoming a big deal on tiktok anyway just so people know. <laughs> talk your go, shit go, son just, just go follow go follow my channel i'm not flex, even trying that hard flex, and I'm getting, bro, thousands, getting thousands of views i'm not even trying that hard anyways there's an african tiktok tiktoker uh uh who makes observations about the United States. And one of the things that she said, I would have never known this. This is right up your alley, Sheree. She said, isn't it funny that Americans wiped out all the female trees and only plant male trees because they don't want free food, free uh, fruit growing. So across all the cities, everywhere you go, there are only male trees planted, no female trees. Now, first of all, uh, I'm a little old to not know that there's know. male and female trees, right? Yeah, I didn't right know that. Up. You yeah. just forgot it. Let's, yeah. just say, let's just say you forgot I didn't know it. that. Oh, damn. And, and some of that is on the same tree, mind you. So it gets what? a little complex, but go ahead. Male and female trees. And then they stopped as urban planning. They stopped planting ones that would have any type of fruit drop off of them because they didn't want <laughs> they didn't want fruit. <laughs> I, I mean, what? What? Listen, bro. This I, is I a capitalistic know. society. And it is a very capitalist just, society. If people are just picking up, picking apples and oranges in Fairmount Park, then who's going to go to the supermarket and get the markup? You know, this and pay is for why the they have fences around orchards. If yeah. you are anywhere in the United States and you live near an orchard, go try and steal you get you some free peaches. Now, I will some, say, you know. I will say, in some places in California, Florida, like you can drive by and see like just. In, mm -hmm. the, in the media and just see some some lemon trees growing or something like that random but it ain't from because of the government it's probably some somebody a tree some wild thing like yes. us right just decided to you know to uh you know plant it plant it there i mean but it's the same thing with lawns like the i read one time years That's ago true. the amount of water that people you know used just for mm -hmm. lawn that looks like a daggone uh you know golf course or something is nuts. They're like, this is a, a, a purely American thing. Like, I, I just want grass, you know? And when you look at, like, just, I mean, it's, it's just nuts to me. I'm just like, that's crazy. Plant some clover. You know, there's so many things to plant. Why? Are, well, why like you, you and like Educator Barnes, 
maybe plant something like you, you know, maybe you want a tomato that tastes like a tomato, right? Maybe you want some food. Maybe you want to grow without something. The GMO? That, you know, yeah, without the GMO stuff. I mean, mm -hmm. even the organic stuff, I think, is a lie. See, I'm see, see, I'm officially that age now of black manness where everything is the Illuminati. Because like organic is not organic. Right. Listen, if, if they come out the same place. If you're a capitalist that's scheming to, to liberate that money out your pocket, what will they do? They'll be like, oh, mm -hmm. that's what mm -hmm. you want. Well, I'm mm -hmm. gonna label it Put this. The label on there. Even though how you gonna how you what you gonna do? How you gonna know it ain't? Mm -hmm. That's just how Americans label schools as education <laughs> places. <laughs> hey, but you know what? This, this, is, this is what I've missed, right? I've missed like today's episode is about joy, man. And this is, I mean, this is part of the reason we don't get into shows until 40 minutes, but two, it's actually a part of it, right? Because this is about joy. And as we go into that though, right? Like we were talking about this in Indy, just like a reset and, and, and just a little history for people that listen to a black hands. What we started as was four black like allies at this point. We wasn't all even just full-fledged friends at the moment. We were coming together and building that, but we would be at these conferences and we'd hear these empty, hollow conversations and the same stuff and we the taglines over and over again and all that same stuff. And we started having conversations just to keep ourselves sane, just to know that there was somebody else out there that cared about this. And also, Black men are often really erased in education. So, and then so we would have these talks and these talks became an act of survival and of joy. Like one of us would bring a topic or one of us would have an issue or we just connect around some stuff in an authentic way. And then we as a collective, you know, we were like, yo, what if we shared this conversation? Like we didn't play to a crowd. We didn't care about that. Like we just let people in on the conversation. Their job is to take or leave whatever they want. But this used to be my sanctuary. This used to be my place where I used to feel, you know, joy and not alone. And it kept me in this work. And I think that I want to get back to that. So today we're talking about black famous or these black traditions of things that bring us joy. If you listening, your job <laughs> is to like take what works for you, like leave the rest or whatever. But I'm tired of talking about how bad these systems are, how bad these schools are, as if we don't know, like as if. I don't want to start parroting the same things that those people hear. Like there have been alternatives. There have been great things in our in our community for so long. And as Chris just kind of talks about this over awfulization, and I think we posted about it before as well. You know what I mean? Like, Chris, why don't you lead us into that? And then you can kick us off with like when these either it could be a black famous person or just a, a custom that like taught you. This ain't got nothing to do with school. This is all about us and our people right now. Um but give that context about the awfulization so people know why we're just about to OD on joy for ourselves and be selfish in this episode. You know, I think uh, a lot of the thing about the awfulization is that when you talk about black people, many people's minds go straight to the worst statistics or the worst things. It's, you know, when you talk about black children, it doesn't, the first thing that pops through your head isn't, you know, uh, uh, Gregorius gallivanting children laughing on the playground. You start thinking through all the, drum beat the media drum beat the the personal narratives from one to one drum beat even many of our activists and and our own people fall into the patterns of when they talk about us it's always the struggle it's always the it, it, it's always the it, it's never the joy it, it, it's it, and when it is it's not enough of it so it isn't the, the way that you feel when you're in church and you stomp and you clap and you feel elevated and it's because something happens in the spirit and in the song, in the moment. 
that got you out of your seat and has you jumping or whatnot. It's a feeling I can't put into words. I could be a poet. I could be a great writer. But as somebody who has experienced it during very tough times of my life, that moment, if you were to encapsulate it, I can't tell you what it feels like, but I can tell you it's one of the best feelings you'll ever have to feel that elevated and lifted in the moment because the spirit has grabbed you. And it is something that is unique and specific to black life, black churching, uh, black spirituality uh, uh, and our own spirit. And it's the same thing. Uh, I'll, I'll give one more example and, I, and I'll kick it back to you all in the, uh, the things that go invisible, the joys that go invisible or the lessons that go invisible from black life while we're awfulizing, talking about the worst of us and the worst statistics all the time. Uh, we talked a bit of last, last week, it came up about Saturday morning cleanup, right? Mm -hmm. And in my lifetime, not just me, but my cousins and others I knew had a similar experience in that on Saturday mornings, a certain set of albums would go on and a certain set of things were supposed to happen in the house. And people knew what their part of what that Saturday thing was that was supposed to happen. Um, and I learned from that because, you know, cleaning the house can be a pretty routine and boring thing. But first of all, it was Saturday morning. You didn't have no school. You might have some overcooked pancakes or a little this or that or the other going on, whatever you ate in your household or whatnot. Yeah, I can remember some some pretty Negro pancakes uh, uh, in my lifetime. They tried to be Mickey Mouse and try to do other stuff or whatnot. But certain aunties and certain others, folks in the family were better at it than others. You didn't mess with everybody's grits. You didn't mess with everybody's <laughs> eggs. Uh, my, my grandmother would make eggs with like with uh, <laughs> so much oil coming off of them that they'd slide off the damn plate if you took the plate to the side. <laughs> so that wasn't the best part of it. But I do know with my mom and my dad and my cousins and you know if I spent the night over somebody else's houses, uh, you had to get up and you had to make sure that that carpet got vacuumed and there were lines in the carpet and uh, you had to make sure that things were done to a certain level of the biggest fear was to be raggedy. That was the biggest fear. Was <laughs> Absolutely. No, nobody wanted to be raggedy or trifling. Those are words that we use. Raggedy and trifling. Right? <laughs> nobody wanted to be either one of those things. And raggedy was for, for, for words that you said in more proper company and, and trifling. Was, was what you would use to, to, to mention those particular family members who didn't have the same Saturday routine. But man, those Saturdays for me were Marvin Gaye. They were uh, Stevie Wonder. They were Bill Withers. Uh, they were The Temptations. They were Wes Montgomery. Uh, they could have been uh, Aretha or, or uh, Smokey Robinson at different times, depending on what mood the fam was in. But I had a soundtrack. I had a ritual. And I had a, uh, a learning of this is what we do to keep our house moving and, and going on. That was joy to me. I look back on that fondly now. I didn't love it. Who loves getting up on a Saturday to clean up, man? Uh, but I look back on it now fondly. Man, that's the best. That's yeah. that's the best music you're going to hear. You know, and you just know the soundtrack. It's like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and ahead, I'm Reed. old. I'm old now. So it feels like somebody else is going to have a different soundtrack for that Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. Right. Theirs mm -hmm. might be Levert or that might be R. Kelly or might be something else. Mine was those ones I just mentioned, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, same. I mean, my early, early uh, memories of uh, parents cleaning the house us helping as, you know, as our age, you know, dictated whatever we were able to do as we got older. Um, now, the folks in my house would throw down with the uh, waffles and we would make waffles and pancakes, you know. Mm, um, that was fancy. 
nothing, man. We were just like, yo, <laughs> it was enough. It was so many of us. Like it was just like, yo, pancakes a little faster, waffles a little more, you know, enjoyable. So we were just, you know, they would do uh, both. You know what I mean? Um, but Stevie Wonder, Bill Withers, there you like go. That, that was uh, those were the two that I remember. Um, you know, and I think to this day, that's why Stevie Wonder is like my favorite artist. You know, um, just having all those memories. Uh, but my favorite time uh, back then, man, was visiting my, uh, you know, our family in Mullins, South Carolina, a little town uh, called Mullins. You know, one of those uh, open the front door, you can see right out the back door with the chickens. Shotgun. The yeah. Tall grass on the side and like, don't go there, snakes in there. But Aunt Ruth, when I tell you, like, I still have not had biscuits like Aunt Ruth's. Um, Bruh, it was it's a it's a different thing. It's a different thing. Uh grits, yellow grits, you know, different thing. I mean, but it was uh fruit was fresh, like none of this old like picking it too early so they could ship it to your store and it sit there. None of that, man. It's uh just good eating, good times with your cousins and um and your family. Now, man, get on a pallet. Uh, Did y'all have pallets? Get on a pallet. I, don't know if, yeah, I, don't know if we had, I, I slept yeah, on a bunch I mean, of pallets. Yeah, many folks slept on the floor with a sleeping bag. You know what I mean? We, we would go yeah. down there in the station wagon, bro. Put you, the seats see, down. you fancy. Now, you in that station bag? wagon? Yeah, we had, <laughs> he said sleeping bag is fancy. You fit cover. It was two covers. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we, had but that man, too. we had that too. But we did but a lot I, of camping. So we always had, you know, always had some sleeping bags. I'll stay, I'll stay on this memory, though. I'll stay on this memory. I mean, one. I'm going to go to the Kentucky ones because that's where I was with my grandmother and I just have the, the most traditions was with her. But uh, that is where, I mean, she loved the Isley brothers. So like, you know, that drifting on the memory, you hear that part coming and, you know, she got that. My grandmama loved in the heat of the night. Listen, walk past the TV <laughs> when in the heat of the night, she loved the movie and the show. I think what was it? Virgil. What was his name? Uh, Tips. Was it Mr. Tips? The, uh, the brother. Um, and then I remember in the movie when then he slapped a cop back. He slapped ooh, a white ooh, dude. Yeah. Or something. That's yeah, in the yeah, heat yeah. of the yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. 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 And yeah. the heat of the night. The all in the family. Yes. Yeah. My and then and we also watched All in the Family. My my she loved Carol O'Connor too. We loved that. And then we would clean. Um, the other thing that we had, man. Um, I would catch lightning bugs in the summer, like in the hot summer nights. Uh, we call them lightning bugs in Kentucky and in Chicago. You know, it's the little some people call them dragonflies, but I know dragonflies would be something different. But dragonflies, um, fireflies, they call them fireflies. fireflies. Yeah, fireflies. Yeah, there you go. Fireflies. I called them because I didn't call them fireflies. I called them lightning bugs. And then we would I would catch them and you know put grass and pop holes in the top and all that, man. But those were just joyous moments, and it was about you know, and as we, again, as around this awfulization, man, it was just really about being with your people, being with your family. And like, you know, there were rooms that were designated after a certain time. So, right. Yeah. That's my uncle. That's one that I used to, I lived with him. It was his mama. So I lived with them, but, uh, it would, uh, you know, when my parents and them started playing cards in the room, like there was a, in the, in the kitchen, there was a part that you could stay for. And then there was a part of the night where it's like, you need to make a transition up out of there, um, you know, but you could, you know, sometimes if your mama feeling good or your daddy feeling good, they'll let you sit on their lap while they playing spades or dominoes and teach you. OK, you don't do that. All right. You don't talk over the board like these are really like just important things. Um, 
the other thing, man, is I'm gonna go to shows. I watched a lot of TV. TV raised me like it raised a lot of people. Uh, Quantum Leap. I don't know if y'all remember Quantum Leap. I love <laughs> Quantum Leap. Was that joint? And my this is my favorite today. People still make fun of me about it. Golden Girls. Golden Girls and Mama's House. Now, Mama's Family. <laughs> Mama's Family and go and people. You know, I'll do stuff with like young people, right? And they'll be like, "Your grandmama liked a lot of white shows." I'm like, "It wasn't just. <laughs> we had like five black shows. Like it was. These are the shows that was on TV, but um." And the other thing I remember as a kid is in the summertime, you had to get your ass out of the house about nine or ten. And you needed to not come back in until nighttime, until like right before the streetlights came on. Because if you're running in and out this house, you're going to be stuck here. So mm-hmm. pick one. And and we had this thing in Kentucky, which was dope. I lived in the projects there. So we had it was called the food truck and it would come twice. It would come for like at the breakfast time and then it'll, be, it'll come like later in the day around lunchtime. And then they had activities and stuff for us. I mean, it was really fun. Like, I mean, it's poverty now. You can call it what you want. But it was that was some of the funnest stuff ever. I mean, we would do, you know, being bad races and play sports. And oh, yeah. And the other thing was, you know, I've made a list for this show. Like we, I learned how to be independent. I was a latchkey kid. So like, you know, you got that key. You got to keep that key on you. They put it on a string, put it in your shirt. Hey, man, don't lose this key. Don't let nobody in my house. You take your ass straight home. <laughs> you do your homework. I put this. I put some food in the refrigerator for you. You know, do that. And then I see you when you come back. Oh, all my uncles is on today. I got uncles from Kentucky and Chicago. On. What's up, Uncle Dante in Chicago? And Uncle Tony in, in, in Kentucky. So, you know, they, they might have some more stories to drop in there, man. I, I don't want to hog it up. You should give us all the screen because, again, these is just kind of these joyous moments. And I'm from a different time from y'all. So I know yeah, some I of that. Say stuff. Quantum Leap, man. I was, I think I was. First of all, Quantum Leap teaching. ain't black famous. That ain't black famous. Listen, hello, white famous. Hey, listen, bro. I don't know. I don't know what black famous to a, you. I think it was a college. That's not black that famous time. to anybody. I was, well, you, let me, let me, let me name one more because it was one of my favorite shows. So it was two of my favorite shows. One is black famous. I don't know if the other one is, but it is for me because this what played in my house, damn it. I'm going by what's black famous to me in my house. Uh, but you're right. Call it out. I left the thing. Yeah. Different world. Uh, my parents, I, I had to watch different world, even when I didn't want to, because that was my way of my parents telling me I was going to college. But Wonder Years, I love the Wonder Years. The Wonder Years is one of my favorite shows. I Listen, I love Wonder Years so either. much. I, it ain't got to be Black Famous. It's about what oh, I like. What the show is. It is. It is <laughs> listen, like, forget the title of the show. You forget the whole I'm show just, now. I'm just it's telling you. White famous. No, no. Here, here's Charles. what I'm saying. Charles childhood. This no, is, this let me, let, me, let me tell you. Let me tell you what I'm saying, though, right? Because at my school with my friends who are all black, these are the shows that we watch. I'm from a different era and I lived in Kentucky and I lived in a bunch of different places. So I, there was no Twitter to say this is the trending stuff. What I'm saying is when the years were so influential that if Winnie Cooper would have ended up with Kevin Arnold, I'd be married right now. OK, I'm just saying, yo. Wonder well, years well, was that joint. So in keeping with the show, like the oh, somebody said in living color. I would, yeah. I would. Been living color is definitely up there. Uh, I'm just talking, and 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 he, let me just, and I want you to to clarify, Chris. But yeah. when I'm thinking of black famous, because I, I, you know, I don't want to go off or whatever. When I'm thinking of black fam- famous, I'm rooting it in the joy, black joy, and my context for black. Well, what was happening in my house? In my multicultural home with my grandmother, it was her house and we stayed with her. But you know what I'm saying? Like, what was happening? What was my uncle and my auntie watching? What was my granny watching? What was my parents watching? Because it wasn't a social media. I wasn't going over at other people's houses. I watched I what it. was on in the crib. 
Yeah, I, I thought. I, so so when I I'm thinking about black oh, famous, yeah. I'm thinking about things that if you gave white America a proficiency test on it, they wouldn't know it. Only black America would know it. If you asked five white people in America, who is Phyllis Hyman? Uh, you know, uh, uh, Philly uh, famous. Uh, white white folks in Philly may know her. White folks but, in Philly might know her, but but black folks, you know, you know. Ask, know yeah. And listen, Charles, you've mentioned Anita Baker a lot of times. I bet mm -hmm. you a good portion of white America, if you ask them name four Anita Baker songs, they might give you one. They might give you two. But you ask a, a larger group of black folks. You definitely, when you get to people like Frankie Beverly Mays and others like mm -hmm. that, like you're just not going to find as many people that were kicking it. Or New York Undercover. I don't know. That, that show is probably before you. But oh, no, no, no. I know. I, I grew up on New York Undercover. Yeah, it's so like shows like that, shows. you would go to work and talk with it with black folks and and white folks around you would, would not would, know. Yeah, oh, they would oh, not. Oh, they would boomer, almost like they were speaking a secret language. On yeah. this, on this right. list? Would Boomerang be on the list? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Boomerang like, would absolutely be on the list. It, it absolutely. But but here would be I a just, black famous movie. That would be a black earth. I mean, but but, this, but, I don't, but 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 Eddie Murphy was the biggest thing smoking too, though, right? Like, so I don't. He was. Like, but white folks weren't messing with him as much as they were. Oh, yeah, they was. When he got, when he got into those movies, I know what you mean. I got you. When I he got you. into I those movies. You. 48 Hours was a Nick Nolte movie that made made Eddie famous, and all white America saw 48 Hours. Yeah, they didn't all see all of Eddie's other movies, right? That's like right. I, I can name I can name at least five movies that I, I'm sure of Eddie Murphy's. 48 Hours and Trading Places might have been theirs, and the rest was ours. That was I got theirs, it. and then after that, he became very you know black famous, and so did a lot of the comics. As a matter of fact, right? Mm -hmm. Like yes. a lot of comics never crossed fully over but we know who they are well like, you know, well i, I agree with people, you vlad interviews are black famous right <laughs> you think about vlad interviews uh, vlad tv yeah, yeah you, vlad you, TV. You, you're losing sharif you don't know what you're talking about but, <laughs> yeah. but, vlad like black comedians and, and, and he, he's from the bay so i i know yeah. vlad which is which is pretty interesting but i would just say i don't know him personally but i know i, I knew him on this come up but i know i got you i think i think for me because we're in different cultures so we're in different time zones so martin it's probably the most viral black, super black famous. I mean, I know every episode of Martin, the, the Jamie Foxx show. Um, yes. I know, like, you know what I'm saying? Living single. Um, I mean, Moesha. those shows. Oh, Moesha. Moesha was Moesha. definitely up there. I didn't love it, but Moesha was definitely up there. They jumped the shark. The Parkers. The you know. That was that came out of that, but Living Color and Living Color, I think, is still to this day one of the most comedically genius. Like I didn't know about the Richard Pryor show until I was older, till like I like it was on YouTube mm -hmm. and people were talking mm -hmm. about it. Like I didn't have the privilege of growing up, but I lived. I met Paul Mooney and talked to Paul Mooney more than five or six times, right? And like hearing him talk about all they went through to do the Richard Pryor show, like was just. And then to see Chappelle and my generation and seeing how that came full circle you know i would say those are really black famous things but you know i were y'all around for the richard prize show when that was happening i, I would love I was to around for it but you about. just said two things in there so paul mooney would be definitely be black famous absolutely but and most of america don't know how much of comedy is derivative from paul moon he's mm -hmm. like the wellspring came out of him and you heard it out of other people's mouth like all mm -hmm. around right but but some of the artists that draw on him the most are not black famous. I mean, Chappelle is, is as white famous as you can get. Well, Chappelle is, is, is Roganated. You know, he's, 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 <laughs> he, he'd been Roganated. So the Chappelle show wasn't though. Yeah. And, and I, I, I like, no, like the Chappelle wasn't. show that's wasn't. True. Yeah. That's true. The Chappelle that's show true. wasn't, I would say that's Cat true. Williams is one of those people, right? Cat Williams right. is that's a right. comedian who played, <laughs> you know, he's like an underground type <laughs> comedian. 
who is <laughs> so I want to bring you back in, Sharif. Really <laughs> says to people that you like, I don't know, but see, this is but this is why I mean, I've I'm heard now, but I've heard a lot. I mean, a lot of the TV shows I, I didn't watch them, mm -hmm. but I heard I heard of Moesha, you know, mm -hmm. um, that's uh, the singer. Um, that's Brandy. That. Yeah, Brandy, Brandy, yeah. Brandy, yeah. Brandy. Brandy. And then her that. brother Ray J came on. That was her. It, it started out as her Ray cousin, J. and then they jumped the shark and was like, "Actually, it's your daddy's secret baby." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, so I missed all of, all of you, that. You, so they were talking about it back in the day. It went right over my head. Um, I mean, obviously, living. I mean, the thing about it, a lot of the, you know, probably a lot of when these were coming out, you know, we were in Iran, you know, so mm, we got mm, back mm, in. Mm. What was it? 85 or 86. So anything that was, you know, early on during that time, you know what I mean? I just just missed it. You know what I mean? Things that did make it over there, they're probably like a decade later or whatever. So, um, but yeah, I mean, when I, when I think about Black Famous, I also think about just some, you know, some musicians like, you know, Bahamadia. As much as white people buy rap, you know, there's some folks like a Bahamadia that they may not have they may not have heard of, you know what I mean? They may not have, you know, uh, you know, listened to her and things like that. So, you know, it's, uh, it's interesting because entertainment is where they will like, you know, you know, dive in, buy, purchase, so on and so forth. But it's still usually a certain genre, right? Like when we're talking about like that mm -hmm. underground, you know, uh, or stuff that kind of stays in our neighborhood, in our communities, you know what I mean? Shows that are specifically for us and they may not, they may not have, uh, you know, found that, you know, um, mm. you know, particularly if they're not getting radio play, you know, type of thing. So, you know, mm. that's, uh, you know, that's the interesting piece. I mean, if I would say a movie or something that I would think is and I don't know for sure, because I don't know the numbers and the rate, you know, all that kind of stuff is one of my favorites ever was uh, Soldier Story. Mm. I don't know okay. if that's black. Famous story, huh? I, don't, I don't think that's black famous. I think that's no, that's, that, was, that was pretty out there. I think that I think that one had broad appeal. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, that one had very broad appeal. Okay, man, I'm telling you, our 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 fam in the comments are blowing up with good ones, though. I mean, you see how much more interaction we get on on joyous topics. <laughs> like, yeah, look at this: George Clinton and P Funk, black exploitation okay. movies. Mickey Howard, yeah, Flip Wilson. I love me uh, some Flip Wilson in that show. I can't remember. I think that might have been. Crossover to Clifton Davis is a name. Chris, mm. get Christy Love, <laughs> Lord. Somebody is just reading songs. my brain right now because well, Christy Davis. Greer. There used to be a show called Pam That's Greer. My Mama. Um, get Christy Love was the first time I felt something in a movie. <laughs> 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 it was a it was a new feeling and a new sensation. I remember Get Christy Love, Sanford you, and Son, uh, Al Green, of course, Al Green. Al Green's not Al like Green. not crossover. Al Green's really like Al Green's biggest albums are really classics that are black classics. Wow. Meaning, meaning I, I think I, I think I white America would not I be think very he's ours, but I, I think he's super famous. I think though I think the white he's super famous, but again, ask people to name three of the songs or his albums in a yeah. row. Nicole put a good one in here because this one is the ultimate, I think. I said Dolomite. Oh, she put ahead. uh Janet Jackson's first album. Oh, Janet Jackson's that. first two albums. The first one, I think, was uh The Pleasure uh, Principle on one of the first. No, two. see, her first album nah, was nah, Janet nah. It, the first, it was like turning the water with like the flowers and stuff. In 1982. I was, I wasn't here. <laughs> she, yeah. she was uh she was still in RB RB land. Like really, like Jesse Johnson produced that album. Um what does it say here? It says something here like Renee Moore and Angela Winbush 
contributed contributed. I can't think of two more uh black famous people. Angela Wimbush. Uh you would that have name to sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Oh well Karen White then, if that's the case. Listen, when Karen yeah. White came out with Superwoman, that was the first like that was like the black women's uh million women's march be like she you heard the wrong I'm movement with that one. She shouldn't have done that. She shouldn't have done that. Because then Super, I Super thought Woman. it was good. Now Karen White just later, I'm like, mm-mm. That Chinese? started that whole, you know. Shanice. Oh yeah, the yeah, last poets Shanice. definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last poets. Shanice. And and speaking of that, Sweet Honey and the Rock. I don't know how crossover that is. Kindred the Family Soul. Kindred Ooh, Family yeah. Soul. Principal Kindred. I mean, that's last twenty years. I would say um, Soul Train definitely. You know what? I forgot. I got my mother and my sister would both kill me because. This is like their anthem movie. Like I, I like it. But they know forever. every. They know every line. The color purple. Color purple is. I mean, oh, Jesus. Color purple. That like, is so purple. crossover, bro. It got crossover, but like it would would black. That is women not black famous. Color purple is super black famous. They're gonna get you in the comments. No, beat. no, that was not black famous. That is super black. That was produced. Wait, wait a more second. More white people saw that okay. than black I'm, people. No, no, right. White people saw that. Yeah. No, and, no, and it was produced. Okay, so Steve. It, it was produced by Steven Spielberg. I got you. And the NAACP protested it. And, that, and that's and fine. black reviewers wouldn't when, even really touch it that much I because promise it was so you, negative I, about black men. I promise you, when this feed catches up, black people will start putting lines in from that movie. Oh, people watch it. Yeah, they could put lines no, 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 in no, no, no. it. Yeah, they could put no, lines in it. That don't mean it's black famous. Like we're saying, like white people haven't heard of it. They. Just man, because, I saw so many white people, white people when I got back from Iran reading that joint on the L on the L train. <laughs> Listen, man, I'm telling you, so I'm telling you, yo. Just because white people like, they're like, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, I like no, color purple is ours. Color purple, the book was ours. Steven Spielberg's The Color Purple Movie no, was a juggernaut. The movie is ours, B, because I it promise you more juggernaut. black people saw the movie than watched the book. I mean, I, I promise you more people watched the movie than read the book. I promise the book, you. The book was more black. It was a juggernaut I, I promise you more black people watch that movie. I'm telling oh, you, I'm, watch. Oh, I'm what? sure black people watch more every movie than a book. That, that, that's All I'm saying is if Al Green counts, if Al Green counts, if if Luther Vandross counts, then color purple yeah. counts. B. Somebody just put in the, in the chat. I do agree with. I, somebody just put in um, the chat that black people talked about it more. It became more of you know convert. Yeah. Thank I mean, black, it, it, black it, folks it, 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 I know, but there was still I mean. a whole lot of folks. You know, like quote, like you don't hear. You're not going to hear white people quoting color purple, but you know, exactly. You're, gonna hear black, you're not going to hear black like, people quoting. It's, it's in vernacular I mean? today. It when when somebody say. Who that man? Like who? Who? Listen, bro. When there oh, are lines, who like, that Harpo? What he say? Who told Harpo to beat me? You gonna hear like you? Listen, man. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm true. telling you. All my life, I've had to oh, fight. Man, Come on, like, B. That this is a black famous thing. Don't play games, B. Like, it's not, like it's famous. Want, it's famous. I'll give the, you that. It's the famous. quotes. Like, uh, I would say. I would say it definitely. It ain't the black quoting and all Thank Why you, Naomi. Name, Put up Naomi's quote. Thank you, Naomi. I appreciate. Oh, sorry. I Saying appreciate you, Nate. Staple in our community yeah. is not the same thing as being black. It is a, black. it is. I'm telling you, it is one of the black most famous people. movies with black people in it of all time in our community. That's different. You just changed. You just no, changed no. The bar. I, it is black famous. One of the most sense, famous, famous things with black people in no, it. No, no, no. But this is. But I love, in terms of black famous, black famous are things that white America is not aware of. No, things that are they, famous they with black people that are not famous with white people. Let me tell you what they're not aware of. They aware of the movie. They are not aware of the emotions that come with that movie. They are not aware of, of being in a house with a black woman, two black women, my mama and my sister, who know 
every single line. I'm telling you, you still hear quotes from Color Purple today. I'm not I'm this this guy. Guy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Our I'm people is famous woman. with our people. Yeah, Harper, who is this a, woman? You know, it's famous with our people. It's not a secret to white folks. What about Fat Albert? You know, was so Fat so. Albert like was that a he, I feel like that, that was a black thing? Okay. But but Bill Cosby was the was the most famous thing on the I'm not on talking the, about Bill Cosby. I'm, I'm talking about, about very Cosby. specifically Fat Albert. What I'm saying is what I'm saying, if we're gonna say, I'm telling you, like this a lot of white people watch that too. You know what I'm saying? Like I, that's all. That's I'm all saying. My, my memory of it is that none of the white kids in my school watch watch fat. See, I didn't have no white kids in my school, so right. there you go. Right. Well, I mean, this is this is, <laughs> so, this is the point. This is the point. A lot of things could be secret to to black folks that white folks aren't experiencing. The same thing. All I'm saying, I, like that that movie. And how you watch Quantum Leap and had no white kids at your school? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because my because my dad. Wonder Years because in Wonder Years is the little white years. kid, right? Yeah. Telling the story. It's a white kid, but it was. I mean, it was. Listen, some shit. That white boy had soul. Listen, man. Some things just <laughs> got to be. Some things just got to be. John B is white famous. Put like John B is black John famous. B is, yes. John B, B is a white Aunt boy Tina that's Marie. super black famous. And Tina Marie is black famous. No, no, no. You thinking you thinking of Robin Thicke, but Robin Thicke is black famous. His dad, Alan Thicke, is white famous. But Robin Thicke became black famous. Like these was white boys that came in doing black music. John B has definitely got no white fans. Like he got what? He's got all he got all black fans. They he definitely black. black and uh, and Latino <laughs> fans. Yeah. They definitely black. Oh, and, Def and Comedy Tina Jam. Too, so. Def Comedy Jam. Uh, Naomi just put that in there. Def Comedy. See, that's now we get into stuff that's more like like I mean, New Jack and not City. Not just Def Comedy Jam, but a lot of the people you can mention who you saw on there definitely. Oh, everybody. The white, like like even Bernie Mac, I think remained mostly black famous. Even I mean, he yeah, became a superstar. And he has the most. Yeah, he has the, that's his most iconic. You know that's even bigger than what he did on Kings of Comedy. I ain't afraid I ain't scared of, you. of you. Yeah, I ain't scared of you. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's really, really dope. I would say the barge. Uh, the barge is very the barge was uh, hella beige famous. Don't don't very, get Chris hype and excited, bro. Don't get him excited. Say, Chris, Chris, you have failed the beige community by not bringing out the hoodies. Oh, I, I can get everybody. Switch the barge. Yeah. I'll be sure. L uh, DeBarge, all them damn DeBarge. Bunny, Switch. I like them all. Yeah, Switch was the original band. I Call Your Name. Don't you remember oh, yeah. the song? Absolutely. You, I Call Your and Name. They was girl. the hardest Come people in now. the world. Them, they were some gangsters their whole life. It was like, Bunny, don't stab nobody else. Calm on, down. On the surface, they were this Motown, nice little happy family. Nah. In the in the green room, there was crack everywhere. It was like a Rick James party going on. The dude, the dude married Janet Jackson. Like it was wild, B. It was a lot. And like a secret like, baby. That's that's black famous that too. The conspiracy theories. That is you know, never like the listen, secret Janet baby. Jackson, the secret baby is black famous. So is that we are getting all this from. <laughs> See, that's yeah, they, had a, they had a whole secret baby, bro. We don't yep. know. That has never been confirmed. Please don't talk mm -hmm. about my wife in that way. Yeah, all no, I'm saying, it got adopted by Bobby Brown. Paula Abdul yeah. was black famous. Uh, Paula Abdul, mm -hmm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, let me tell a, you, not I'm a black person you, owned Paula Dude. I'm gonna Abdul tell you album. two people. I'm gonna tell you two mm -hmm. people that's black famous, but more behind the scenes. Okay. Paula Abdul and Debbie Allen. So they were both doing stuff, and you've seen them, but they are responsible for like Debbie Allen is responsible, uh, largely responsible for Different World, all the all his dance choreography. Mm -hmm. She mm -hmm. did. They did. Uh, Paula mm -hmm. Abdul did uh, Janet Jackson's dance choreography. Like she did. They did Rhythm Nation. They're not on the same level though. That she did the choreography, like she, she did was choreography, but she's hella corny. She yeah, I don't think that's I don't life. think that's black famous. I mean, what I, she was, what yeah. I'm she saying was is, LA cheerleader. Yeah. They they know her. I, what I, what I'm saying what is, she, is she was one of their cheerleaders. How you know that, Sharif? 
I don't know. <laughs> what I'm saying, she was random. I mean, I know a I few mean, random stuff. Look, hey, J, J Lo famous now, V, but J Lo started out as a as as a fly girl. Fly on, girl. On, on, you feel me? And so she and, made and, the hell and, out of it too. It, it, hey, she and she don't even talk to them cats no more. I will say, like, but Damon Wayans, the Ivory, the, the, the Wayans family in general, mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. black famous. But what, what was the name of that did, show with, with them when they had the uh the, the fireman Bob or in, in Living Color? Oh, in Living Color. You don't yeah. Jim Jim Carrey was James Carrey. Like, you don't have James Carrey without them. Like, and like he was he started he out black famous. Oh, yeah, huh? he says that. He says that too. Yeah. You know what's yeah. black famous that I still haven't seen? What the five heartbeats? Oh, you think, got I, <laughs> we get into a whole nother genre now. Be the that, five that's on my list, that's on my yeah. list. Yeah. But like, yeah. uh, I, I, I gotta have enough time to sit through. Can we just talk for just and, one minute and can we nap, just talk for one minute nap and wake uh, up and yeah, you know I mean, about black kind of swindlers. Can we just talk about that just for one minute? People who swindled us. And then went and got white famous afterwards. Because you mentioned Jim Carrey, I think he he remained <laughs> he remained true to the game. He remained he still to this day says in oh, yeah. color and black audience it made him what he was. But mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake and what's the the girl the like a wrecking ball girl? What's her name? Uh, oh, uh, Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus and all them. Their first three, four, five albums all R and B. We're all amazed that they can sing and dance like black folks. They have black audiences. Well, and her dad and is like the biggest country music star, one of them of all time. She didn't even have to do that. Like, and they're like swindlers. Yeah, they just like come in and, and, they, and we own them for a period of time. Like, you know, like for a minute, you know, oh, damn, Justin Timberlake's album, his album was, I mean, listen, look who produced a lot of it, whatever. They, but then he went and did the, you know, I'm kind of done with that. I'm tired of that now. Yeah. Most white audiences what, now, you know, what about we the, get swindled. Yeah, I mean that's I'm not surprised about that. What about oh, like Rock. Walter Mosley's uh, Jones? You know, you said who? What about like who? Walter Mosley? Didn't didn't some of his novels become movies? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I think I think is I that, think is that crossover enough? I think they're becoming more famous now, but I still call them black famous. I think fences. The I don't movie. know if a lot of white people was like oh, fences. Yeah, no, Walter Mosley. The um. Well, oh, no, what I'm, 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 I'm mixing up people. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're, you're thinking. Of, this uh, is August Wilson, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm August Wilson. I'm, that's my yeah, bad. White folks didn't have that one. You said he, what? He does that's, not like that, Joy. No, they get. I love that August one. Wilson. I love oh, bro, him. That's the most boring shit I've ever seen in my life. They can have that one. Let's trade. I love him. I no. love him. I love. I love all of them. I want the whole set. If I'll trade him for Machine Gun Kelly. Just you are make disrespectful as, as X. I'm trying not to curse as much on this show, and you almost broke me into the big one. Let me tell you something. I think all the black women, especially of, of, of a certain generation, is going to say this because I watch my mama and my grandmama every time he came on TV. Leon. He don't even have a last name. Just Leon. They Leon is black famous. He was in, he played in all those movies, Sharif. So you ain't seen Sharif the five. He's the one who said the thing about Otis. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's the one yeah. who said the thing about Otis. Yes. Yeah. But but yeah. they yeah. love listen, man. Talk to black women of a certain age about some Leon. I'm glad you put certain age in there because for a certain period of time, Leon probably couldn't have walked anywhere on any street yes. or whatnot. But generations are shifting now that's and, true and some of our people are getting older and some some new folks have replaced some of our old folks yes. leon was that he guy. is the epitome of black famous he was that guy in the 90s and i would say 2000s you know i, yeah, I was gonna know. say 80s and 90s but yeah and we had in the 2000s huh i was gonna say 80s and 90s yeah now Listen, Baps, i like it that's black famous yeah, Babs is black famous. Yeah, but it ain't, but it ain't Leon famous. Like it was like, like, like Leon's how, in it. 
I'm just saying, but it ain't Leon. Halle Berry jumps on him. He's in the movie. But there's a run of like TV movies and movies. I mean, Robert Townsend is black famous. So whatever Robert Townsend was a part of, right? So like Hollywood Shuffle, you know, uh, the Five Heartbeats, Temptations, like all that stuff. That I mean, that's just the whole vibe. And then two different movies, Temptations and the Five Heartbeats. Yeah, it's a they different movies, but they really run into each other. (laughs) Things get mixed up in your head. Because it was a whole move, it was a vibe, and then the, the, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you what super black famous. It was a two night event. It was a special, the the Jackson Five, the Jackson movie. The the uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes, that is that's probably the most black famous epic saga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that so let's let's happened. check in with our commenters again. So we got yeah. Tony Morrison. Philip Michael Thomas, which if you want to talk about women of a certain age, women from, of a from certain Miami age. Vice. Yes, from Miami Vice. I can remember a whole set of my female <laughs> relatives and a few of my male relatives that Philip Michael Thomas was the dude for for large. Now his son is doing the same thing. I don't know if you oh, see yeah. that he's got uh-huh. the next generation out there. Um, someone put uh, Purple Rain. Now, Carla, you know, I love me some Purple Rain, but I feel like that was a. That was a, a shared victory. Nah, but you uh, see, I, played, but I mean, that was one of the first, listen, the, the football team at Overbrook, at least the, the running back, yeah, man, man, they they watched that movie. Every, I, look, I was trying to watch ESPN highlights. They, <laughs> these jokers, and they wanted to watch Purple I mean, they would Rain? only watch it. They would watch a couple clips. Of, they would just keep rewinding that daggone beta because they had beta. Wow. And they would keep rewind. And I was like, yo, I'm sick. I hadn't even heard of Prince. And I saw the movie before I right, heard any of his music. Juggernaut across. Like, it, it listen. They, it, but it might have been a juggernaut. But I want you to make your point because this is your guy and this is your place, Chris. So, and yeah. I'm going to step out and step back you into see? my lane. But I put Purple Rain in the same vein as I put the color purple. Uh, no pun intended. And let me tell you what I mean by that. It might have had this broad appeal. It might have had this broad appeal, but black the way listen, man. The emotional the attachments black, to listen, it. Listen, you need to go purify yourselves in the waters of Lake. <laughs> what is what do you say? Of Lake Minnetonka. Listen, yeah. the whole every I'm talking about every single line in my household being quoted. Like, listen, this brother just said hardcore football players was out here watching Purple Rain every day. Like love Jones, love Jones is from my shocking. listen. Love I mean, it was, was I, all I remember. It was a, some scene he had. I don't. I don't remember. I mean, you're talking about like decades yeah. ago. Yeah. But I remember the the scene that they would watch the most. A couple of them was he he had some fight with his father. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. you know, as I as I got to know them better, I'm yeah. like, oh, She's they saw the relationship with you know what I mean. They had like a rocky relationship with their father, but they watched that John. Before football game, like yo, this is not what we should be watching before a football game, yo. Like, turn did y'all win? Well, I feel like let me I see mean, this. No, like, this I'm attributed this to the, to the L's. <laughs> revisionist history in my Apollonia, mind. I love Prince. Dude. I've always loved Prince. That's love your man. Love the movies. You know, was into the music and everything. <clears throat> At the same time, was also a very big Rick James fan and a uh, very big uh, uh, fan of music that didn't necessarily necessarily cross over. And I don't thought I don't know if everybody watching this will remember this, but there was a point in time where uh, MTV had not one single black video, not a single black video would play in 24 hour periods of time. And David Bowie and other people started pressing them on why they had no black artists and they just refused to play them. As a matter of fact, y'all should look up, look it up on YouTube, Mark Goodman and David Bowie. And you'll see an interview of David Bowie saying, you know, it's really ironic that you have no black artists. And it's funny because David Bowie was saying this to them at a moment when his entire album was produced by Dude from Sheik. What's the dude from Sheik's name? 
uh, um, I think you're on mute, Charles. And uh, didn't Michael Jackson launch them? He was the first video that they did, right? He was one did. of the first in Rick James. I mean, uh, uh, and I Prince, about the Iron Prince and Michael Jackson. So, so Michael Jackson, Epic Records called MTV and said, if you do not play Michael Jackson, we will give you none of our artists, none of our rock artists, none of our heavy metal artists, none of our artists. If you don't play this Michael Jackson, he is blowing up everywhere in the world. There is no way in, in the hell that you cannot play this. So they started playing him and they played Prince. And they they played those two. And Run DMC. Run DMC came a little bit later, but they it were like okay. they they were there was there were also charges of colorism. Like the only reason that they played Michael Jackson and Prince was because they were more palatable. And they literally said, "Listen, we're not just on in big cities. We're also in uh, uh, towns across America. And people aren't ready for it, or whatnot." Rick James called them out on this, literally in public, called them out on uh, Prince. Uh, particularly he called Prince out and Michael Jackson for not bringing other black artists along with them. And part of that was because Michael and Prince had developed a very white audience, right? Like Prince was getting booed uh, in a lot of R&B and black shows. And, and they and, all had beef and they all three of them had beef with each other, which was interesting. They did and, have beef, but they, but two of them didn't bring any other black artists along with them for, for a while. And Michael started bringing other black artists along with them. And I'm only pointing this out to say Prince didn't really give a damn about that point. He didn't really, he wasn't really. No, nah, because he got to do scenes with Apollonia. Listen, bro. So, like, let's just, so. Can we talk about vanity before Apollonia? I, I mean, mean, you can talk about them both. I mean, listen, I, listen, all I, and, and, and here's one that's that black, black famous. famous. That was Chris famous. Do you, so, so, would you say, oh, Shalimar is definitely black famous. Love Shalimar. Oh, uh, Shalimar. All, all 8,000 of them. That's all right. they thought they had a Wu Tang clan or R and B, but right. uh, what I would say, <laughs> would Moonwalker? Are we saying Moonwalker is black famous? Or are we giving that to everybody? Mm. Michael Jackson Moonwalker. Yes. Are we giving that to everybody? everybody? Was up on it. I don't think everybody was up on Moonwalker. They you know, Michael, Michael had man. some some pretty weird projects every now and then that didn't always go our direction. Don't you say a damn bad word about Moonwalker. I okay? love, listen, I love Michael the, the Jackson. The Bunny Rabbit. Terrible, but he did the, some bubbles type shit every now and then that just didn't make a sense to all of us, right? Like, and, you know, it's just, it's, nah. I agree with that. Well, let, I, 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 I don't know what Moonwalker is. is I'm going to say a few movies from my generation that y'all probably missed, right? So. Uh, there's uh for <laughs> me, I mean, there's uh, too, Love so. Jones is one. Love that's Jones very definitely not your generation, but go ahead, keep talking. It more is. I'm talking about like that's we absolutely my twenties. That was one of that yeah. was our generation. That's a Gen X uh, staple. It's not a Gen X staple. That is a Gen X. Gen I think X. I've heard people talk about that. I would say the best man. Wait to exhale is right there. Waiting to exhale. Yes, I remember that one. Last Dragon is yours. I love Last Dragon. Red, I love Black Black Black. It was amazing. That's Gen I mean, X. we just black Negroes love some kung fu. I don't know why we love kung fu the way we did. I don't know why. I mean, you know, you know, Bruce, Bruce it, Lee is Oakland all day. It originated in got, Africa. That's why. So yeah, you, is that you, feel what that, you feel that spiritual connection. We Ooh, love, you know I love kung fu movies. I love kung fu movies as a kid. So let me tell you. Well, I, I, I mean, from what I've heard, I haven't seen it, but from everybody, from what I heard back in, in high school, you can't really consider. Last Dragon, a kung fu movie. It's you can't even consider time. you can't even That's consider time. it a movie. It's really it's, not. It's, it's it's crap. No, it's a good movie. <laughs> it's a good movie, but show enough and all that, and they're not doing real kung fu. But this takes me back because you just mentioned Bruce Lee. I was a '70s kid. Um, mm. Kung fu was big with black folks in the '70s. My dad was a big kung fu person, and you right? lived in the Bay for and, a while. You know, he's right? a Bay and, dude. Yeah, they went to they went out to college out there, but everywhere, like you know, back in New Orleans, folks was in, into mm. kung fu movies. Jim Kelly. 
is somebody Jim that Kelly. I was black famous, uh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and and Arthur Ashe and some other people like that. We own them. Unless you're a hardcore, uh, you know, uh, white martial artist, you probably haven't heard of Jim. You Kelly. haven't heard of Jim yeah. Kelly. No, most of most of them haven't. Even if they've watched Enter the Dragon, they didn't know that that was Jim Kelly. But let me tell you what happened to my dad that like broke his heart and that made me <laughs> reassess <laughs> my values as a child. <laughs> so I'm young. I don't know how old I am. My dad takes me to see a kung fu movie, and it's I, I, it's whatever uh, one that is Bruce Lee and and Chuck Norris, right? Mm. <clears throat> this is one movie that they did together. Now, Chuck Norris is doing this stiff American karate stuff, and, and Bruce Lee beats his ass in the movie, basically kills him, whatnot. And my dad was just like, you know, what do you think of the movie? And blah, blah, blah. We're talking, and, you know, and, uh, you know, I don't know how it came came around to which one would you rather be? And I was like, I want to be Chuck Norris. <laughs> and it's the way of the dragon, by the way. <laughs> and my dad was like, <laughs> so so the, uh, the Asian cat whooped his ass, had twice the, the skills that he had, was fluid in every way possible, and your ass wants to be Chuck Norris? <laughs> what kind of Anglo-Saxon bullshit is this, right? <laughs> right? The look of disgust and disappointment in my dad made me a Bruce Lee fan from that moment on. I had to, like, I had to, in, I had to invest more energy in more understanding than, what yeah. was going on in these yeah, movies. Yeah, but, yeah. but, I mean, listen, that's what happens in American pop culture. You think the white guy is the hero no matter what, right? A lot of my movies from from childhood had very few black Bruce people. Lee, though, I mean, Bruce Lee was always just that dude. I mean, he he just his no, he charisma. Wasn't. No, he his really charisma. I mean, I was watching it later in life. So you, I didn't watch. I was I wasn't around well, to watch it. Anti Asian, you know. anti Asian sentiment, just in general and in Hollywood or whatnot. Asians were not. Yeah. Bruce Lee now is famous like crazy. He is yeah. known as a entity that, but back then. I mean that that dude was was very disrespected, very disrespected, but an icon in the black community. Maybe not in all of America, but in the black community, Jim Kelly, Bruce Lee, all that stuff. Everybody's trying to do. I mean, black people like Chuck Norris too. Chuck Norris was popular. I mean, we like kung fu, bro. Like kung fu was just people just. <laughs> None of the people around me like my dad hated Chuck Norris with a passion. Yeah, I don't he know anybody who liked Chuck either. Norris. He represented America. Like I don't the know. Old I just Bruce Lee and I mean, Jim Kelly, just, but uh, yeah, I mean, he was like he's like Captain America back then. You he know was what the mean? John like, Wayne, the John Wayne. Yeah, yeah, John yeah, Wayne, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I just, I just yeah. like people. None get beat of my up. circle dug with him. Dug him. No, that hairy, stiff, just kicking like, how y'all? You know. But yeah, kung fu, disco, funk. Soul Train, um, the Brothers Johnson, uh, Teddy I, Riley, Teddy Riley, New Jack Swing, yeah, Teddy um, Riley sampling. and Keith Sweat. How about that one? Sampling, just the idea. Hundred, damn near, hundred percent of music today is based on well, sampling. Diddy is, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and where did remix. that come from? Where did that come from? You well, that definitely came from us. I mean, you know, we've been, but we were sampling food at, at you know, during enslaved times. So, I mean, what you, you've been sampling for a long time. You don't give us nothing to work with. We work with what we got. But it's, it's, and this is what I'm saying. And you know, and somebody might be out there hating, right? They'd be like, they ain't talking about no education. Listen, man, again, this is education. We have greatness. It is education. Exactly. Like, there are so yes. many things that you learn around people that had to kind of get, like, let me give you one. And, and I don't know if he actually counts as black famous, but he is so important to black people. And you should, anytime we talk about rock and roll, you got to name two people, Chuck Berry and Little Richard, man. Mm -hmm. And Little Richard, Little Richard has a, a, an incredible Bro, they, I, interview I'm on our sure they have. I'm sure they have huge white Famous. I'm sure, but but this but that's why I was. This is why I made that caveat. Yeah. They're so important to black people, though. Like like Little Richard, had, and also on Ars Arsenio Hall. Arsenio Hall, super black famous. That show 
is the blackest <laughs> like the and he's coming back too by the way he's back on netflix but if i will find it and post it on our official page it's such a powerful interview of like he didn't get his star on the walk of fame for 40 years and he was like i invented this whole thing right who, like so richard, who said it little richard he said that his whole life what i would tell people listening to this <laughs> point that you're life. making right now to do is go out and read that brother's uh autobiography mm. Mm. That autobiography is filled with so much gossip about everybody else <laughs> from Buddy Holly and Elvis and whatnot, stuff that they did behind the scenes. There's a couple of things I'll tell you to read. Go and read Quincy Jones' Rolling Stone um, interview. And the dirt that he gives is, is the only dirt that an old, rich black man could give who don't care about nothing. It will make your eyes pop out half of the stuff that he says in there, the truth that he tells about people in that. And uh, Little Richard's autobiography is the same way. He names names. He talks about just crazy stuff. Total stuff you would never see if you weren't, you know. Yeah, you I would him. say, and just, you know, in my generation or whatnot, Tavis Smiley was for a little bit. Uh, he was like, like, he wasn't like, he wasn't this phenom, but like, it's like, oh, the smart black dude is on talking about education now. What has happened since ain't my business. But I will say, because he had that tour that was super black famous. Remember, he would get all the black. It would be like a covenant with black America. And he did those for like five years straight. Like, and when they came to the hood. They were huge, too. They yeah, were they huge. were big. They yeah. were really, really big. I think I think it's a few people in that. Like, we ain't even getting to like Tony Morrison or like... um. No, like someone put that in the someone put that in the chat. Oh, did yeah, they? Some of their writing, yeah. they might know the name, but like some of their writing, like writings are hers, Zora Neale Hurston's, right? Like it's right. writing Audrey that Lord. they, yeah, they may, yeah. yeah, they may know quotes here or there. They may know the name, but as far as like some of their, you know, Iceberg um, Slim, very very books. black famous. Uh, so, yeah, well, Josh put in the back chat channel, uh, Babyface. Uh, Jimmy Jam and Cherry, Terry Lewis. He also put Jackie Chan. I don't know if Jackie Chan qualifies. <laughs> I mean, black people love Jackie Chan. I mean, Russia. They love him, but they're not. They're, he's not. Yeah, I, that's know, right. That's, I don't know. If, yeah, but but yeah. he was. He yeah. knew what he was doing when he went to go get Chris Tucker. Friday is definitely black famous. Oh, Carla put Donnie Simpson in here. That that is a that's a score. <laughs> That's, that's, a the BT that's the yeah, boy yeah, that's the boy at night from the green back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, that's that's a. Oh, oh, you want some real sport. black famous? Let me give you some real black famous that neither one of y'all, Chris, might know. Uh, Sharif, I don't think he's. I'd be surprised, Sharif. No, Miss Cleo. Miss Cleo is black famous. <laughs> Regardless of how you feel, Miss Cleo <laughs> had. Funny? No black person ever called that damn number. Call him in now. Call him in now. I don't even think. I don't even think that the accent was real, B. Like Miss <laughs> Cleo was the first scammer, B. She was out here, like. But Sharif, she was like one of those one eight hundred one nine hundred psychics. Yes. Okay. Call it Miss Cleo, and I'll Call tell you now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. now Joy put Louis Farrakhan. That's an interesting choice mm -hmm. because yeah. I would consider him black, famous, and white, infamous. Yeah, meaning it's not that they're unaware of him; they are yeah. aware of him. And he is and he is infamous. With well, they hate him and black people disrespect him. You know what I mean? It's like we respect like regardless of what religion you are, most black people have a sense of respect for Louis Farrakhan. You know what I mean? It's like mm -hmm. like that's why they call Farrakhan the squash beefs. Like that's why, you know, I didn't didn't he didn't he like help? Oh, no, that was Jesse Jackson. that was trying to free the troops or whatnot. Uh, I mean, not for not troops, but free those captives or whatever. But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, Jesse Jackson might be up there a little bit. Uh, Al Sharpton. 
Uh, <laughs> Definitely Al Sharpton's radio show is black famous and nobody else in the world listens to it. But black folks. <laughs> in, I mean, in like 400 black markets he's in. Uh, and um, let's be real. And we ain't talking about this. Ain't this ain't in shape skinny Al Sharpton. You need fat with a perm <laughs> Al Sharpton. Fat Al Sharpton with a perm was a problem. And then he showed up in uh, when he showed up in Malcolm X, the movie. And I would also say if we're going to stay there, I say, I mean, white people know them now. But Cornell West and and uh, and, and Michael Eric Dyson was kind of black fame. It was like, oh, you reading some smart black Negro. All right, uh, I don't know. I mean, in Philly, I mean, he's all pin. I mean, that was that's. But I, ain't, I'm, I'm not Ivory, from. I'm not yeah, from. I mean, that's though. the white ivory man. tower space that yeah. knew him before. You know, like the black community. You know, before the CNN but it, but or whatever. You, but you were closer to him, right? Like you, it's like like you. He's from that city in that place. Like I that's what I'm saying. Like just way. yeah, just folks. But black whenever I saw black him, was like, it was it was in front of white audiences. You know what? White audience. And we we talked about people. Entertainers, music, bands, movies. Oh yeah, Doctor Sebi. Of which I'm gonna add Cooley High, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah. Cooley High. Yeah, I think that was the first Super movie I saw when I got back to the states. It was Cooley High. Offer that, and I'm going to um, offer up uh, cameo before Word Up. Okay. I don't think most America know that there was a cameo before. And I need you to add Willie Brown too. Willie Willie Brown. Um, you know, Sanford and some someone put that in earlier, whatnot. I don't. I don't. I didn't Sanko for the movie. I, don't, I didn't know that. San, I don't know that's that. Yeah, hella black famous because I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Sanco like, for the movie. It's about the middle. Yeah, it's about yeah, the Harold middle Washington, passage. Her- and also, uh, yeah. the Washington, spook who sat behind the door, both the book and mm-hmm. the movie. That's black I would famous. say are are black famous. Like you know what I mean? Like that's one of those iconic Johns that a lot of white folks they might hear it if see John might be black like, famous too. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's <laughs> reason. I mean, that's right reasonable. now you do see some some you yeah. know shisty lawyer billboards talking about. This joint, you know, I mean, just like yo, take it's that John. down. Listen, yeah, listen. who put, the, who put that billboard like, up? But we, we don't have black politicians like we used to, like Marion Barry, uh, Harold Washington, and uh, and um, and and Willie Brown. Like, I mean, bro, and Moriano. John and Milton Street. Yeah. I, I remember when I was little, these two they were brothers on city council. I remember on the news, these jokers are rumbling on city council floor. Some white oh, politician nothing. said something slick. And yo, man, all oh, hell broke listen, loose listen, listen. with these two brothers. You, I mean, it was part of the rumbling. reason Clarence Thomas is like, crazy wow. today. Listen, for this is for the young people that don't know this, right? You should look this up. Clarence Thomas and and and, and Marion Barry came up around the same time. Part of the reason Clarence Thomas hates Negroes today is because of Marion Barry. Okay, for the kids that don't know, Marion Barry was the people's mayor mm-hmm. who got caught. In a hotel smoking crack with a hooker, and as he's getting arrested, he said the B set me up, and he got voted in again. Okay, yep. like he is he, yep. black people love Marion Barry, and when Clarence Thomas could not get a lot of people, don't know said, all the things he did for the community he did a before, for black like people. he was you know leading up. To he, that. And that, that's you know, so black people, let me just ask you a question <laughs> Would you rather have somebody and, who does lead crack? crack would you rather have somebody who does a little crack every now and then, but make sure a whole bunch of people get fed, get educated, get housed, have jobs, have power? Or would you rather somebody who plays all the game, totally straight, but don't do a damn thing for nobody? And when they do do something for somebody, it's probably for white progressives or somebody else. Can I'm I get a third choice? Because, I mean, can I get no, a no, third no, choice? Get a third choice. Please. Just don't don't just don't don't we joke about it. We joke about it. We joke about it, Sharif, but I'll say this. Marion Barry against caught smoking crack touched America, bro. Because a lot of black people were smoking crack. That like I'm just saying, like 
They was like, he's just like me. Yeah, that made him real people. Well, not I'm just, just like saying. Me, and, and he didn't hide like from it. <laughs> he didn't hide from it. Lewis. He didn't. I said, well, that just he, like me. I'm just saying, bro didn't hide. But this is what I'm saying. He didn't hide from it. He came out. He said what he did. And That's then he true. got back to doing work. I mean, I'm just saying. True. If you want a lesson in resilience, if you want a yeah. lesson in people telling you, you got to go away forever and you coming back, Mary and Barry, bro, I would still choose Mary and Barry a thousand times over Clarence Thomas. No question for y'all. Can a non person place or movie thing be like famous. famous too. Yeah. So I have a couple in mind then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fillmore. As uh, Fillmore, old Fillmore was black famous. Harlem was black. The Roaring Twenties Harlem. Conkaline. Mm -hmm. The Jerry Curl. I don't know Conkaline. Say it again. Conkaline, the Jerry Curl, the Perm. Okay. Box Braids. Uh, okay. These are I things just learned what box braids was. If you gave order, what these things are, how you do them, uh, yeah, like like it would be a mystery. Like the chemical process of a Jerry curl, first of all, would be a mystery <laughs> to a good number of people. And as a person who had the world's best Jerry curl at one point in the United States, can you States, say something like that? Is there such a thing as the world's best Jerry curl? Like I is that the best one ever? Like the Absolutely. Smithsonian, the Smithsonian is trying to track down my pictures. Oh, is that right? Yours was better than Ice Cube's. You had one better than Ice Cube. Uh, Ice Cube's was raggedy. <laughs> his 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 entire Jerry curl looked thirsty. It looked like it was in need of some oasis. Uh, I had I the would best say double Dutch, double, double Dutch. Dutch. That's right, um, double Dutch. Jacks, you know, double Dutch. The Candy Lady. Patty Ooh, my God. The real Patty Diabetes house. The candy lady, baby. Just come back the, the door. <laughs> the candy lady and penny candy, baby. Uh, and we don't went way over, but this is this. Yeah. I needed this joy. This has been joy. And I know let, we, let's get into some final thoughts, but damn it. And I know we left some stuff off. Forgive, blame our hands and not our hearts because it's a lot. We, we have right. so much to give. We have done so much. Like, if we can get back to joy. Whenever we just do us, when we're not trying to follow white people as far as education or this or that, that's when we start struggling. When we just do our own thing, when we just worry about us, when we just take care of us, we create the greatest shit in the world that everybody copies. Every They still trying to do a new boomerang. They trying to do a new, they keep these white people trying to come and just do all these, re, you can't bring it back. You can't bring it back. We just need to create new stuff. So I didn't mean to get emotional there. I want to give you, open it up for y'all. Reef. You know, go ahead with your with your final thought and anything you might have left out, man. But thank y'all for appeasing me on this one. This was fun. And I just go, I wanted to get back to us. And, and it seemed like people got to have fun with us. Yeah, I I mean, yeah, I thought I didn't know what the hell y'all were talking about most of the show, but it was good <laughs> because I was I was still entertained nonetheless. So like, oh, this is a you know, I, every once in a while I'm like, oh yeah, that was that one. But by then y'all moved on to something. I was like, wait, I don't know. Um, and it was too much to even try to Google. Usually, sometimes I'm Googling when y'all say something on the show. Uh, but I, I would say, you know, some of these things, you know, I would say we should, you know, I mean, maybe we should forget. I don't know. Put it in a museum. But some <laughs> things we should hold on to. We should make sure we teach our kids. You know, one thing I was going to add is like, you know, lift every voice and sing. Is black famous meaning people who know the words? There's probably very few white folks who know this, even though it's sang uh, a lot and they've been in spaces where it's sung, but that's a song that many other youth are forgetting or not being taught, mm -hmm. right? Um, the entire song, right? And so making sure that we hold on to that, we pass it along. I'm bummed that that was one of my things. I was like, when I started freedom schools, we're all kids are gonna know this. And so far we have not 
we've not prioritized it. And, and then I will tell you something else. I wanted during Freedom School in the afternoons, we have uh, enrichment. So, you know, community teachers teach things. Mm-hmm. Bruh, I could not find people to teach double Dutch, Jacks, and, you know, like pity pack, the fast join that they be, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the, the young, I could not find people to, to teach that, which to me means that like it might be a dying art, which scares me. Like, I, I'm like, I want our kids, I want my daughters to know how to double Dutch how to play jacks, how to play pity pack with all the poems and the rhymes and the, the you know, the the styling and, and syncopation and all of that kind of stuff. So the things that we should hold on, hold on to. Things like Jerry Curl, feel free to forget it. Like, it's, it's okay. It. It's all right Stop to it. not teach your kids that. Stop you know what I mean? Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> no, but, you know, let's hold on to the things that we really need to pass, you know, it, pass on. Stop it. No, I will come to the Smithsonian. I just want to. I want you to know, there. brother. Right now, I'm just gonna just like help hip you to something in your, in your as you lose your, your black card here. I just want you to know ignorance. that it is a chemical process. You have to be somewhat of a chemist to get the curl right. <laughs> to to know what right, you are doing, it, right. it requires like some chemistry, right? And I and not that. like meth chemistry, like like real understanding texture and hair and timing and and chemicals lie. To make it happen, bro, you got to be somewhat of a of a hood chemist. Like a, a yeah, yeah, no, yeah. So you, stop I it. So just stop. Gotta yeah. re, gotta re, listen. Yeah. Gotta respect yeah. style and art in whatever space it comes. And in. chemicals, you can put and them all together. <laughs> you, know, you know, you put them together. So. That sounds like crack, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> they used to call a perm like optimum and those things the creamy crack. Oh, oh wow. wow! Yeah, they Not used to call that. it that because yeah. people were so addicted to getting their hair done. Like getting the hair mm. did, mm. even though that was burning your scalp off, sizzling, just, just, yes. just buzzing. And, you know, and before you go into your final thought, the other thing that was is the Crown Royal bag by itself is black famous. Everybody had a Crown Royal bag in their house <laughs> with no Crown Royal in it, with everything yes. else in it. Like, see, dominoes. when I think of Crown, I think of this red hair grease joint that was, that was called that. That, that, yeah. too, that's what, that too. When I hear that Crown, that's what I think of. The yeah. Murray's grease, joint. Murray's grease, the yeah. Crown grease, yeah, Blue Magic, all that. Don's pills that would be that would be black magic too. What was that? What was the stuff? The BC powder was is BC powder black famous? BC <laughs> Do you remember powder? that? Do you remember BC powder? That might oh, be see, you had money. That might be regional. Is it? That might be oh, okay. southern. Granny, I got a head like Don's <laughs> is. Now that I think about it, now that, yeah. granny, is you giving me cocaine? What is this? What is this? No, granny <laughs> was giving you powder. castor oil, yeah, and oh, ginger okay. ale, castor oil and ginger ale mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, for my final thoughts, um, this is what it's I'll say. Night. First of all, this has been one of the most enjoyable shows that I've had in a long time. Um, the thing that I think is really important to me about this show is this: these aren't trivial little items about our existence and about our culture and about things that we re- remember. I very clearly remember episodes of shows where I learned things or I gained information that I didn't have before. Uh, uh, good times and what's happening now um, and and black movies, black exploitation movies or whatnot, where concepts or ways of understanding the world that were a little bit more advanced than I was at the time taught me things. And it's now part of me. These are part of my culture. And uh, every one of our kids walks in to school every day with the World Fund of Information. And their World Fund of Information is oftentimes different than the World Fund of Information that's being held by the people who are trying to teach them or the people who are designing the schools or the curriculum who are trying to teach them, who all have, they could do a two-hour, four-hour shows of this 
on their World Fund of Information. And their World Fund of Information would include things like the Love Boat and, you know, Charlie's Angels and Quantum Leap. Uh, <laughs> hey, if you trolling, want to. trolling. But anyways, I'm only saying, I'm only saying. Wonder years. They would think that they think that their world fund of information is obviously superior. And I am here to tell you that every people on planet Earth have their own world fund of information. Tonight, we just talked about a lot of ours. A lot of a lot of what we were talking about weren't just weren't flippant items from our past, but they were educative in our lives. They they did teach us something about story structure, about song structure, about lyrics, about concepts, about things. And um, the interesting thing is, is that many uh, people of color could pro probably pass much of the white world fund of information uh, test, but it wouldn't go two ways, right? A lot of what we talked about is ours, but we live in dual consciousness oftentimes. We're studying our own world fund of information and we're studying somebody else's world fund mm -hmm. of information and they're not doing the same thing. Exactly. which is why we could pass a lot of their test and they could pass almost none of ours. If we wanted to devise a culture test for white America and hid within it, everything that we talked about tonight, they would fail that test. If we had to take their test on their culture and their world fund, world fund of information, not only would we pass ours, we would probably do pretty well on theirs because we are meant to be dual citizens, dual consciousness <laughs> citizens. So that's my right. word. Right. And it doesn't even have to be a culture test. Like we can give them, a standardized test, but just seeped in mm -hmm. our books, our culture, the way that standardized tests are seeped in their culture and their and their books, and, and they would fail. And then they would be the below basics. I guarantee it. Approaching yeah. basic, approaching yeah. proficient. Man. You know, white America is not guaranteed. approaching proficient on black mm -hmm. America. White America I, is not even approaching. So if we created those standardized tests yeah. and it looked like that, it looked like our books from Zora Neale Hurston or Toni Morrison and they would not know iceberg slim, you know, they would be like, Oh, <laughs> you know? I can't, I can't read. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm illiterate. That's what they would leave. Uh, you know, you know, Damon Wayans, uh, and you can keep me on the main screen for this. Uh, Damon Wayans was just doing an interview and they was asking him about in living color and all this stuff. And he said, he said, you know, in living color is the reason that the NFL has a Super Bowl like halftime show. Right. He said, you know, before us, it was just marching bands and like the most boring white mundane stuff. And what we did on Fox, it was on CBS or wherever it was. We put a timer up and we did a live show. And then that is why you now have this multi-billion, you know, dollar thing. Like the point that I'm making is, is that we always downplay and downsell our culture and pieces. And not just for the standardized piece, which I think we should do, but just there's so much cultural gold inside of that around who you are how can if you look at dolomite and you look at how dolomite looked and how he spoke <laughs> for what he built for what he built with yeah. nothing if you look yeah. at and then you look at spike lee right or if you look at uh an living color or the the, the richard prize show all the way to Chappelle and what he's able to do or jamie fox who i think is the most talented person probably ever born right like there is so much greatness in us but people like to focus on our mess. Let me tell you a secret, America. Every culture got mess. Don't nobody got more mess than white people. It's so bad that that's why they try to change history books every single year to cover up their mess. We just are doing a much better job of living in it, accepting it, doing the Mary and Barry dance and moving on and continuing to be great. 
this show was so fun and important. And I wanted this to connect with people because our history is not all sadness and poverty and this, even in the, in the, in the max. Yeah. yeah. Like we had yeah. a good time and those movies, those shows, they had family values and those shows, they talked about resilience and those shows, you still talked about ethics and what was right and what was wrong and what's your role as a person in this community and this, that, and the third. And it was just fun. I just want us to have some fun. Mm-hmm. There is something to be gleaned from this. And all you parents out there or aunts and uncles or whatever, put something together for your kids and watch some stuff together and let them let them get their jokes off and all that stuff. But I remember and my dad did something similar. I was talking about Janet Jackson and he introduced me to a movie with this woman named Pam Greer. And he said, let me show you my Janet Jackson. Mm-hmm. Another one where I felt something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt something on that one too. <laughs> and I it was the, the first moment. time. Yes, it was. And it sounds funny, right? Mm-hmm. But the point that I'm making is it's like that yep. even for two people that didn't have a lot in common or didn't have a lot to talk about, we had something to talk about that day. <laughs> when I, the Come first time I saw Pam, when I saw Pam Grier for the first time, I knew I was a boy. I was like, <laughs> that was the day I became a boy because I was like, whoa, what is that? What, boy, what Lord had mercy. Damn. And, and don't let them bastardize the things that we do, whether it's dominoes, which is a very strategic game or spades or whatever. Like I love chess and chess and white people don't just get their own chess either. They didn't make that shit up either, by the way. It ain't theirs. They're it's right. not theirs. Because yeah. that's what happens, right? The things that we consider prestigious, we just give them to them. Like Sharif kindly corrected me in the middle of this and said, you like Kung Fu movies? Because it didn't start there. It actually started with us, right? Like yeah. Yeah. this stuff is rooted in our history and who we are. And I want to just make sure that we don't disrespect our grandparents, our great grandparents, our parents, our uh, and the people that came before us and what they built, man. Like, and we can have. I'm not doing. I'm I'm tired of this sad ass shit talking about these these. Yeah. Oh, the system is doing what it's intended to do, and this and that, and all the time. All right, it's been doing. It was doing it back then. What do we do? What do we build? Right. We have we we come from a people that could build every single thing in our community that could fix a car can fix something in your house and also could teach you not just Shakespeare, but things from our culture in the language that we actually, you know, we created some of them romances, right? So all I just wanted to say, thank you all. And thank you, Sharif and Chris, for just like, I just wanted to have some fun, but there was something here. I just don't, we don't have to hit you in the head. I don't want to have to keep hitting people in the head with stuff. You know what I mean? Let's just, let's enjoy ourselves. And hopefully you pick up something, some things, some nuggets that you can share with your kids and you should be a cultural classroom for your kids. Damn what your school is doing. You got a whole lot. Because I know as we was listening out stuff, y'all flooded. This is some of the most comments we done ever got. If somebody take that stuff and put it all on one piece of paper, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. White mm-hmm. people would sell it. That's how you know. <laughs> Pearson. Pearson would sell it. Pearson is in our in our comments right now going, oh, yeah, we're going to cre- create a Negro, uh, a Negro battery test of some sort. And, and, you just and that's it. I'm good, man. I appreciate y'all. Josh, do what you need to do. Brothers, I love y'all and thank y'all for indulging me, man. I needed this in my spirit.